listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. to the medic materials podcast a little bit different we're not on the first and we're not on the 15th of the month gentlemen it's kind of a a new era has set amongst the show yes and and, and a more user-friendly era that's just fridays that's it Uh, uh, take all the thought process out of it yep i love it but your face is still priceless when your voice comes on oh i know and no one can see it because i don't show the the video of uh, you guys until we go you know to i wasn't expecting it we've done what 80 episodes now and you're still like so, <laughs> i'm so used to fridays being fridays that's so true I'm, sitting there, I'm like all right i got my my spiked grape drink yep and grape uh drink. yep grape drink and uh yeah, I'm just sitting here and, you know, chilling, and all of a sudden there's my voice. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, Nailed so that is, that is one thing that, that has drastically changed is that, you know, we used to do the podcast every 1st and 15th of the month. Uh, starting today, the 21st of April, we're now doing it every other week on Friday. So the next uh, podcast will be live on May 5th, I believe. Um, and the, the fifth, the Cinco de Mayo. Um, so, and, uh, and, then, and then, of course, podcast leads directly into end of tour uh, for, for, you know, the conclusion hour until 11 o'clock. So uh, that's the plan. You know, if you're a, a traditional listener, don't catch us on the, on the stream and stuff like that. Uh, that's fine. The... Uh, you know, the normal ways of listening to the MP3s that you download from, you know, Spotify and Google and all that will still happen. They'll probably just be up tomorrow. I know. Um, I, know. I mentioned that. Sorry. Cronuts? No. Uh, yeah, I won't be present on the fifth. The fifth if. Oh, man. I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, aren't, you he- aren't you here the fifth? Mm-hmm. Huh. What's the reason I'm there for? Is that on the fifth? Uh huh. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, I got you. I said it. I told I, you. I know, I know, and I forget things. You know, intercept. Mm-hmm. You know, Air-sipped. yeah, right. That's that's probably. Uh, I probably need that by now. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you if you've never listened to the show before, uh, this is our sixty second episode of the free version of the podcast. We have an additional 20 on Patreon. So we've done 82 episodes of the show so far. And um, it's, you know, it's a lot of fun, but we talk about, we, we heavily talk about medicine and what we would do with certain calls and, you know, um, you know, how we would run through different, you know, diagnoses and stuff like that. Tonight, we're actually going to be uh, talking about, a little bit of 
EMS news into a topic that we kind of branched into last night when we were recording the latest Patreon, Gerard, in that uh, we brought up medication errors and how we should, you know, kind of not be making them in the 21st century. And uh, so I think once we once we talk about the news article, I think we can get more into um, the, you know, the medication error side of things. Uh, but the chat is up. If you guys want to be uh, a part of the stream, uh, the chat is going. I will talk to you all night long through that. Uh, don't forget oh, that. Uh, no. What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Good. Uh, so um, let's get into today's rig check. And, and we're uh, actually doing news. That's just, so this is like the third time. This is the third time. How yeah. dare we do more EMS news, right? Uh, so, uh, in today's rig check, I want to remind you guys to support the podcast and the stream by subscribing. We're near our 50 subscribers, um, on the, uh, on the stream. So hit, if you're not subscribed, hit that big red subscribe button, hit the follow on Facebook. Um, also, you know, if you are into Instagram or TikTok, follow us there as well. Um, well, you can, you can. huh? I said while you can. Right, exactly. While you can. Uh, you can also support the stream in a, uh, a monetary donation way. The link is in the show notes or the description of the stream if you want to send us something. Again, all proceeds from that go directly back into uh, the Medic Materials brand. Also, guys, do not forget that the podcast, you can listen to the podcast and get New York State CME credit. So go on to uh, Medic Materials, cmeacademy.thinkific.com and uh, check out what we have to offer. It is free to, uh, you know, sign up and then check out what we have to offer there. Uh, and this month, we want to shout out to our latest Patreon, Ty, and our amazing right. listeners in Kansas and Morocco today. Ooh. Yeah. So... Grand yeah. Souk in Morocco. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I wanted to bring up a uh, a article that uh, that I came across perusing Facebook one day. And, you do a lot of that. You, you know, I, I do peruse a lot. You're, you're a peruser. I am such a peruser. It's it's. See, see, I'm a browser. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I browse. You browse. I peruse. I don't know. Woo. Justin, how are you, sir? Um, so, so this was posted um, on April 11th of this year, and um, we're going we're going to Utah. So, if you guys haven't heard the um, uh, where let's see uh, the Gwendolyn Donner case. Not like not like Donner hold Pass. On, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> the, the the person's name is Donner and they're out like where that fucking shit happened. Uh that's funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I, you know, I mean they might it's be on the Oregon Trail. Yup. You know? It's I, I couldn't tell you if it's a you know, long that's lost funny. relative that wasn't in the the Donner Pass party. Yeah. Who knows? She um, caught up to you. Didn't it? <laughs> Her best friend's blitzing. I don't know. 
Isn't hold on? Isn't that Don Durr? Isn't there in like a? It's not Don Er. It's Don Durr. Planet producer. Oh, it's Donner. Are you sure? On Donner, on Blitzen. He doesn't say on Donder. You know, on Donder. Okay. Whatever. Sure. I I believe you guys. On Comet, on Cupid. Yeah. There's no D in Donder. But it, there could be, and you just don't say it. No, there's no D. There's no D. <laughs> you, news to me. So, anywho, so uh, as we as we're as we're talking about this, so the uh, the whole article starts with uh, parents of a 19 year old woman, this Gwendolyn Donner. Uh, died after a head-on collision in 2021. The, the parents filed a lawsuit against seven Utah medical agencies plus individual first responders on Tuesday. All right. So who died? Because the way the, you just read that, it sounded like the parents died. The, the parents filed the lawsuit. The 19-year-old girl died. Died. Okay. okay. Um, so... The complaint alleges that Gwendolyn Donner, 19, of Casper, Wyoming, was injected with, and I'm not, I'm not hitting my buzzer, 500 milligrams of ketamine by first responders on the scene, which, according to this report, is over 16 times the max dose authorized by the state and county. Um, it goes on to say that the lawsuit filed by her parents, Brett Donner and Heather Myers further claims that the first responders failed to give Donner, uh, BVM ventilations causing a fatal anoxic brain injury. Uh, Donner was pronounced dead at the medical center, uh, around 29 hours later. So, so you put, you gave somebody a massive dose of ketamine and you don't even have a pulse ox on them. Nope. Uh, well, I, 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 I don't know that. I don't know. I can only, I can only go off of what, you know, I'm reading here and uh, yeah, I, I don't know whether or not they did, you know, I'm assuming they didn't do end title because they didn't do BVM, you know, but even with a pulse box, just regular, you know, hooked up to the monitor, you should be able to say, Hey, look, that's going down. We should it's, probably do we something. should probably do something about that, right? Yeah. Nope. I don't think anything like that was done in the slightest. Oh, I know. I know what happened. You mean? I know exactly what happened. Oh, okay. Just throw it out there. Here what it is. Happened? Ready? I'm ready. They, they juiced her, hooked her up to all the shit, had the volumes on their monitor turned down. They're in the captain's chair doing their chart. Because that's the only way someone's going to fucking go unresponsive and stop breathing and you not even fucking notice. Uh, yeah. That's why, was the initial, why was the initial dose that high to begin with? Well, so that's what, that's what we're ultimately going to get into if I can actually, let's see, where the fuck? Ah! Finish the story about being interrupted? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> but I didn't want to... No, I'm just, I'm totally fucking everything over here. I'm trying to fix something and I can't fix it. So you guys are just going to have to wait for me. So, you know, boop, there we go. All right, cool. 
This is this is why I can't have nice things in a stream. A ripping that, conversation. Well, you guys could have spoken. So, as this continues, the uh, the plaintiffs um, also allege that EMS providers concealed the ketamine dose, respiratory arrest, and anoxic brain injury Donner suffered, even after confirming and documenting the brain injury as a cause of death. Um, and then it goes on that video evidence reportedly shows a provider at the crash. So ultimately what caused this was uh, this girl, this 19 year old was driving, gets into a car accident uh, because a dude drove the wrong way, smashed into her car because they were high on meth. Oh, fantastic. Okay, and that that's ultimately how this whole thing started. Um, so she's like, oh, look, an ambulance. I'm saved. Right. Um, and so and let's the say guy there's... has no car insurance on his car, so they sue the people with the insurance. Well, yeah. well I mean, who knows? Um, it kind of sounds like... Look at me making accusations. Like, well, it kind of right? sounds like... <laughs> so... Uh, so I'm looking at a different report here. Um, so Donner and her boyfriend were traveling eastbound on I-215 when they were struck head-on by a man high on meth driving the wrong direction. Um, oh, I just what was that? I don't know why I just laughed at that. Go ahead. Because <laughs> you were thinking eastbound or down. Um, so <laughs> I was. So uh when um it, it it says when we first arrived at the hospital she was there she had broken bones in her legs and one arm not like one arm amputated but broken bones in one arm. one arm yeah um well, that's your problem. there's your problem right <laughs> yeah that's where all the ketamine was for uh yeah. but it just spurred out the end and you're done. yep uh, when it one side came out the other but the mom also said that she was going to be just fine. Uh, but they go on and say that evening things took a drastic turn. Gwen didn't wake up and never did. Um, it's just the doctors never quote. It's just the doctors never could clearly articulate the link between those injuries. And then after hours and hours of saying she's going to wake up and she's going to be fine, then telling us the exact opposite that she wouldn't. Um, it was then wow. that it was then that they went to the lawyers filing for med records, uh, which revealed that her daughter died of an anoxic brain injury. And they later learned that first responder ga first responders gave Donner 16 times the maximum dose of ketamine after the car collision. So um, if they hit it, how did they find out about it? Well, who knows? I am not at liberty to give they, you that good did information. Did they actually document that they gave 500 milligrams? Well, so, okay, so there's, there's a difference. they did, good on them. That's what you're supposed to do. But you should also, like, you know, call the hospital and say, hey, by the way, guess what we did? Right. There's, there's, you might want to do something. There's other evidence that I'm getting to that right. shows why they say 500. Um, so let's see. Um, they say that uh, her brain would go without oxygen for upwards of seven to ten minutes. Um, and um, let's see. 
Uh, after battling, this is the big thing. After battling for months, uh, the mom and her lawyers finally obtained body camera footage of the response to the crash where a paramedic uh, with the uh, city fire department said <laughs> said that she gave, like the, the paramedic gave this patient 500 milligrams of ketamine. Um, literally said it. Literally said it. The lawsuit claims. You exactly what she did. Yep. The lawsuit claims, the and this is verbatim from the article. Hold on. <laughs> Slow clap for fire paramedicine. <laughs> so, uh, the lawsuit claims the paramedic stated panically in the body camera video, she wasn't supposed to give her that much. So anyway, she stopped breathing now. End quote. Yeah. Like, whoopsie. whoopsie. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter. I'm doing some baggy baggy. So, I, yeah. but like, clearly I'm late for I'm late for job town. I gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> There's so, a kitchen like, fire somewhere. I gotta go. <laughs> There's a photo alarm activation. I gotta get out of here. Um so it says it says here that um I uh, there's further further quotes from this body video. Um I I quote, I gave her five hundred of ketamine. I told her what it was. Uh she gave the whole damn thing. She wasn't supposed to give her that much. Um, oh, so this is somebody talking about the person who actually administered it. I, I guess so, because it, it just oh, says okay. video evidence reportedly shows a provider at the crash site saying. Okay, so this almost sounds like maybe the EMT was like, what holy the- shit, she just gave the whole thing. Right, right? Yeah. Like, I, I'd love to see what right. people in the chat have to say about this. Um, you know, there's some people being like, holy crap, 500 MGs, yeah. that's, that's bonkers. Um, but yeah, I mean, like this is an IV, no less. Right. Wow. Right. And they're probably, they're probably like, Woo-hoo! oh no. So, but, but even, oh no, like why didn't they do anything once it became, oh no. And now we don't have how long this transport was. We yeah. don't have anything like that. So they might've given this ketamine two minutes before they walked in the door. Well, and never fire, saw so, the change. You know, they're the hospital's you know five minutes away. So, well, uh, uh, so yeah. even if it's five minutes away, they you know go ahead and they you know push that five minutes. Okay, yeah. you're just going to be getting those effects starting right about the time that they start getting out of their truck. But you we, know, we did something. But but I mean, they did something. All right, they oh, absolutely yeah. did something. Um, so, so I, I, I kind of want to go before we start talking about med errors and stuff like that. I kind of want to get your guys thoughts to, you know, I, I know we don't have a lot of facts here. You know, it's, it's a fairly slim article. Um, but this is not the first ketamine thing that we've talked about. It's not the first time ketamine has been in the news. What do you guys think about another article based off of the misuse of ketamine causing someone their life? And EMS. I think it's it's. I'm not. I'm not going to equate it to a lot of the other things that are going on right now. But uh, you, you can make your own dots. You figure it out. One. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it's the jangly key. 
you know, hey, look at the keys, ding, ding, ding. This is look at what we got over here. You know, let's not pay attention to everything else that's wrong with the system. But you know, we have something that'll make a headline, so we're just going to focus on that and, and forget about all the other good, you know, administrations of ketamine that have actually done good for people. We're going to forget that. We're just going to focus on the moron that that fucked up. I think you know that is that is part of the perspective, right? That's what news does. It focuses not on the good part that just happened, but all of the bad things that actually happen off of it. You know, you look at all like people are alive today because we administered ketamine as our induction and our sedation afterwards. Right. You know, you know, and that's it. But just with you and me, there's what, two or three at at least. Well, except for the first one. (laughs) Mulligan. (laughs) We were going to go there. (laughs) Hey, that verse said worked like a charm. Did exactly what it was supposed to do. About well, ten, five milligrams. Uh, <laughs> about ten minutes too early. Yeah. Um. But so I think my first worst was. I don't think she's breathing. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> so they got really quiet. <laughs> Damn. So Butch, what are your kind of thoughts about this? Like I said, the problem is, is they they focus on that, and um, they just. Uh, I had a thought, and G just ruined it for me. Um, <laughs> well, just excuse the shit out of me. Yeah, jerk. <laughs> Dumbass. I'll just go uh, on mute. <laughs> you suck, you jackass. <laughs> and yeah, it's just. Uh, They in the EMS they always seem to dumb it down to the the least common denominator. What was that sound? That was What's a that? car going by Butch's house. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Continue. It's it's Fast and Furious out here this time of year. You know they got yeah you know, yeah I heard that. You got, you got Dominic and you know yeah Paul yeah, Walker, just... R.I.P. Yeah, good. <laughs> they they always dumb it. They always take it every little thing and dumb it down to the dumbest comment that I'm in the EMS. So you do something stupid like this and that's like, oh, we got to pull ketamine from everybody. You know, New York State's trying to push this bill now where we're taking ketamine away. And I don't know if you've read this bill or not. Have you seen any of this? No, no. Enlighten. Oh, yeah. Now that they're, they're trying to pass a bill now that says it's focused mostly on ketamine, but now it says any injectable medication, you have to get the patient's permission from the patient before you get the medication. You if you don't, well, so it's a, cla- it's a class E felony if you don't. So okay, careful medication. Yeah. Well, that means everything's BLS now. Well, not not so much. This kind of yeah. goes to what we were talking about last night, and we'll get to uh, again. Uh, but I think in you know, if it's this is it, you know, the the there is one ground rule to live by. Yes, a lot of people are going to have problems because how do you do that with an unresponsive or altered patient? But if they write it in there that we have to do this on all, you know, GCS of 15 and awake and alert patients, I'm okay with that. I don't. So now we have to have them sign. I don't know. Yes, I'm okay with getting an injection. Yep. Every every IV. I the mean, words the words say you know ketamine specifically, but then it says and any other injectable medication. 
You so every time, so so every time you inject Zofran, then something else, and some, it's another signature. Every every medication that's injectable has to have the permission from the patient. Well, I mean, Absolutely. you know, permission from the patient is different than you know a signature. Ah, you know, you got cameras but, and recording devices that can prove that they gave permission. I would love how many them. times. How many, how many times you walk? In, how many times you walk into an ER with a patient though, and they tell you. In the back of the ambulance, I have oh, yeah, I have no yeah. pain. I have no, I have no chest pain. Right, I have no stomach right. pain. You walk in the ear, it's like I oh got fifty-seven on me. ten pain. Yeah, this, yeah. this big one, Elizabeth. Yeah, oh, I know. Yep. Yeah, I got a headache and I'm see. You know, like really, <laughs> yeah, really. Right. Do like ten minutes ago, you were telling me a joke about you know whatever. Yeah. You, yeah, you guys are not wrong. I just like I don't see the major problem. If how is that a problem? Okay. So I, okay, excited, excited, deli excited delirium patients. Again, yeah. if there when, is when a what, if there is a how, caveat, hold on. How, if there is a caveat, no caveat to, if if you read the it. bill, there's no caveat. You need their permission before you before you give them anything. Okay. So you know what you know that's, that's going to be. That's, that's a be, problem. I can't, I can't do anything. I can't do anything, officer. You tase him. And then the hey, some cops will be like, ah, hey, just give him ketamine. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it anymore. You officer. can't. Yep. You can't. I I would like to I'd like to see the bill if you could send it to I'll, me that'd be awesome. I think I think I'd love to read it. Um, but yeah, I'll give you I two think... options. I'll take you two options, officer. You can either tase him or you can Narcan him, <laughs> <laughs> or both. Or both. Or, or, you know, or and, shoot him, but yeah, let's... So yes, <laughs> I can see where it would become problematic if. The bill goes in, and there is no oh. caveats for anything. Anaphylaxis, right? Tammy just said. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. What if you're at that point where then you ain't talking? You're trying to get air into your fucking body. Oh, yeah. here, sign here, would you please, so I can give you what you need to you know live. Yeah. I again, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing that there's problems. If it is a flat out one sided bill that says we can't do this under any circumstances unless. However, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's the fucking state of New York. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if they do that. You know? Yep. But and and then I'm sure that, you know, Hokel sit there and write a fucking book about all the people she didn't kill, you know, by doing yeah. by doing it. You know? Yeah, that'll happen. But yeah, I think, you know, I'm not opposed to the, the patient being involved in their care. You know, I'm not, I'm not like we were talking perfect example, right? We, we were talking last night when we, when we recorded the Patreon episode about, um, the, the like checklist on the side of the ambulance. Right. I yep. can, I can do that. Right. Because it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a form of informed consent, right? You have all the meds, you have all the concentrations and dosages that you give and how you should be giving it. And what's it for? Cool. Right. Hey, Gerard, you got nausea. I want to give you a Zofran. There's Zofran. This is what it looks like. It's four milligrams. It's for nausea and blah, 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 blah. And they go, yeah, that sounds like a great idea, but if you're a, if you're a decent paramedic, I don't know if you're a shitty paramedic, 
you're still going to, before you give anything, you're going to tell your patient what you're doing and why you're doing it. Please. I it's can, what you fucking do. It's, it's what you think people do. Right. Well, I don't know what I do. So, but okay. That's, that's the difference between certain providers out there. Right. We always talk about the lowest common denominator. There are a ton of patients that just, or a ton of providers that don't talk to their patients and just yeah. start giving shit. Really? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've worked with them. Like it's wild. They just, yep. They, they say, um, the, the one that I always loved was, uh, I worked with a paramedic in, uh, in, um, the city just South of here and, um, you know, commercial agency and we didn't have fentanyl at the time. We only gave morphine and, um, you know, it was, it was five milligrams, boom, boom, boom. And, um, every single time that paramedic gave Zofran with the morphine, never right. once told their patient they were getting two drugs. Never once wow. just would, Oh, okay, cool. That's in. All right. Now you're getting the morphine. Yeah. It's, I mean, and again, it's like, you know, even with, uh, I'll go off on a fucking morphine tangent. Go ahead. Yeah, when, I, when I'm doing meds, I always say, yeah, I'm going to give you this medication. This is what you can expect to feel from it. You, you might feel this. You might feel that. Right. You know. And this I always is ask why me, I want to give it to you. Yeah, well, I want to do it. Do you, do you even want it? I mean, some people just don't want medications. Right. You know, they, just, they just don't want them. Right. I, I mean, I would, how like many... to, I would like to give you this because of A, B, C, and D, you know? Right. And, and so uh, someone in the chat says, if the patient is altered mental and says, I don't want to go to the hospital, we still take them to the hospital. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. If they're unresponsive or altered mental, we still go through with what we are going to do. But there's, but I, is, I is, sent you, I sent you guys a copy of the bill. Read, look at the bill. My question is: Is there anything in that bill that says there is implied consent? Nope. So if it doesn't recognize that, then it doesn't recognize it. And all a lawyer cares about in the courtroom is what it is, says on paper. Right? Is what? Like. Yeah. I it'll is, it'll definitely be interesting. I think I'm going to. I'm going to read this and then, yeah, because it's lawyer ease and I actually want to understand what, I, what I'm reading. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just Dale, literally Dale. opened it I, and, and we'll come back to it, you know, cause I, I think it's, it's something that we have to talk about, you know? It, yeah. Uh, okay. She can look at it while she's out there. Want to send it to Tammy too? Yep. Yes, please. So, so in your guys, my attorney. <laughs> so in your guys' opinions, like where do we go with med errors and like so before I go there, I, I found a um I found a study here. It was more of a survey, but you know, they call it a study. Um so let's see. Uh this looked at uh this was dated Twenty sixteen. Mm. So a little older, right? That's seven mm. years ago. But you know, I'm sure that this only has gotten worse, you know? Um, so total of three hundred and fifty-two surveys were returned. Uh paramedics were the only ones surveyed. 
Um, they asked paramedics with a median of eight and a half mm-hmm. years of field experience. Um, they averaged a work week or a work month of 11 shifts a month with an average shift of 25.4 hours and 6.7 calls a shift. That's the sad part right there. Yeah. And that's probably where your med administration errors come from. Well, so this is you're legally drunk after about 16, 17 hours, six, 16 hours. You, you blow yeah. well over a point oh eight. So, uh, 32 responding paramedics or 9.1%, uh, reported committing a med error in the past 12 months. Types of errors included dose related errors, 63% protocol errors, 33% wrong root errors, 21% and wrong medication errors, 4%. Then they throw in the, uh, the, highlighted caveat to this, which I don't believe in the slightest is it says issues identified in contributing to the errors include failure to triple check infrequent use of the med dosage calculation error and incorrect dosage given fatigue training and equipment setup of the drug box were not listed as any contributing factor. Wow. I find that to be a bunch of bullshit. Was it it not listed or was it just because people know what the fuck they're getting at so they don't don't bother to mention it? Well, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, I was fucking tired. I couldn't see straight. You know, three o'clock in the morning. Sorry, I just ran my dick off for 12 hours. Nope. Yeah. Um, So the majority of these errors were self-reported to their uh, QI representative, 79.1%, with 8.3% reported by the base hospital uh, radio nurse, 8.3% found on chart review, and 4.2% noted uh, by the paramedic during the call, but never reported. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like, this is an old survey. I'd love to see a new study done. Well, there's never going to be a perfect scenario because providers are going to lie. Like they're going to fudge charts and do creative accounting in their charting so that, yeah, I gave all that, you know, ketamine or yeah, I gave this drug when, you know, they'll figure out a way. How many people actually report it, you know, or would on a survey? Like, yeah, I fucked up once, you know, Mm. How many people are actually going to do that? So where do we get down to fixing these kind of med errors? Unfortunately, like, it's, it's all provider accountability. I mean, you have to be truthful with yourself and your charting to to make it work, you know? Agreed. But is there something, you know, we can train people, you know, to not make the error. But, you know, Gerard says all the time, if it was built by man, it's built to fail. Well, we're human, right? We're going to make mistakes. You know, Gerard and I's med error was simple lack of communication and me doing one wrong thing, you know? And thank God well, it no, didn't. You, you did one wrong thing. I did one wrong thing. And well, it, that's that's what I'm equal. saying, you know, communication-wise, yeah. Oh, she printed it out. Oh, look it's at yeah, yeah. look at that. 
Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be next next you know episode. Yeah. We'll come back and, and figure out, yeah. out the bill. Um, but but no, so like 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 with ours, you know, you made a mistake. So it's always like we talk about. It. And if you're like if you're new here, go back watch the episodes or listen to the podcast episodes. Hey. You'll hear us talking about the chain of events, right? It's an error chain. So nothing just happens and, oh, shit, that just happened, except when wheels fall off ambulances. Um, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but, uh... I'm oh, sorry, I had some of my nose there. Yeah. <laughs> Look into my eye. My eye. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, it's always a chain of events that lead up to the fuck-up. You know, so if it's someone who's, you know, fatigued and exhausted, well, you know, okay, it was, they're tired, you know, they didn't get enough sleep. There's, there's some catalyst over here that caused the effect over here. So like for ours, it was, he didn't, he drew up the med and said, handed it to me and said 2.5. And in his mind, he's telling me administer 2.5. Right. When he I... handed me the syringe full of medication and he said 2.5, my mind went, oh, there's 2.5 in here. Yep. Okay. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And and the Ooh, and, and, the, and the and the the wild and crazy thing, Gerard, that we don't I, I mean, we've talked about our med error a lot yeah. on the show because, you know, like, hey, I went in front of the medical director and I learned my lesson and I got re-educated and I changed my practice. So it yeah. doesn't happen again, you know, because again, I used to draw up all like, Hey, I'm giving, you know, 2.5 of Versed. I'm going to draw up all five. I no yeah. longer do that. And, right. um, and that's how this error ended up happening. But. And I went and got glasses when I did mine. Yeah. Because that was the cause of mine. Right. You and, know, I, I, I misread the dosage because, or the dosage, the, the concentration on the vial. Because I needed glasses. Right. You couldn't see what you, you know, were doing. I, I, I was like. Yeah, they look good on you. That's a three, huh? <laughs> and, you know? And the wild. And it was and, a five. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the wild and crazy part about ours, and I'm sure this happens a lot, is I didn't ever realize there was an error until I came. I dropped the patient off. I yeah. came back. I started charting. And I was doing my NARC paperwork. And I was like. Where's my waste? I didn't waste at the hospital. No. So I fucking two o'clock in the morning, I call you. I'm like, hey, yeah. uh, yo, um, uh, uh, where the fuck is this med? And you're just like, I gave it. I'm like, you gave all of it? And well, you're yeah. Like, yeah. All <laughs> and I was like, we gave double what we were supposed to. And you're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, oh. So, it, but like. But I didn't even know until hours later. And the same thing with mine. You know, we came back from going all the way south to the, you know, to the, the big city. And, uh, you know, I come back and, you know, to me, the only thing weird was, you know, the patient acted a little weirder than normal. That, that I'm used to people, you know, acting when I you know, push that medication. <laughs> Speaking of, it was ketamine. And, uh, you know, because, you know, nothing in this industry is standardized. You know, all of a sudden I pull out this vial and I'm like, I know that's not the concentration, but maybe they got a new supplier. I don't know. It, it, it's, it, 
that, that, that's a three. And how often you know? does that happen nowadays? It happens Everything's all the time. So that's why it was in my head. Yeah. And I said, all right, maybe they got a new supplier and it's just new concentration. You know what I mean? Or we get them where, you know, now the cardism's a powder and you got to mix it. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just draw that up and I'll just readjust. And right. that's what I did. And now my patient's, you know, fucking, and he's all fucking in La La Land seeing pink elephants. And I get back and I'm like, all right, let's take a look. Same thing. And now I'm in the light. I look at the vial and I was like, this oh, shit. So I guess unlike this person, I actually went and, and got our, our ops manager and said, hey, dude, we need to call the hospital. I fucked up. Right. And that's, and honestly, honesty is the best policy here because yeah. if you just go, yup, nope, uh, I didn't do a damn thing. And you don't tell the hospital this kind of shit happens. You know, yeah. because they're looking at broken bones trying to figure out why they're seeing pink, you know, pink elephants flying in the sky. And it's like, I, unless they do a tox screen and hopefully find it, yeah, they're never going to know. They're never going to fucking know, you know? Yeah. So again, I come back to where are the solutions? Like, what can, what can the provider, I mean, the provider really, it's on the provider to be due diligent in their own practice. But what talking to the administrators out there, cause we talk to the administrators a lot. Is there something at the admin level that they can do to cut so, down on med errors? So yeah, it's called first have an open mind. So just because you've always done it a certain way and it's just the way it is. And this is how I run my fucking ship upon the sea. Don't mean you're fucking right. Yep. Right. And don't mean that there's a, not a better way. Right. So humble yourself a little bit, you know, come down off the fucking, you know, crystal palace and, and realize you have a problem or there's a potential problem. The, that's right? the it's bigger thing. You the, the potential liability. Problem. Right. Right. So here's something that you can take from my former life that would solve a lot of these problems. Checklist usage, put checklists in the fucking ambulances. You put, you, you, you print them out, you laminate them, you punch a fucking hole, you put a ring in it and you hang it. Somewhere in the back of the rig. And no matter what you're going to do, go to the checklist. Right. All right. And you, So in the cockpit, we call it the challenge and response. So you've seen it all in the movies, right? You know, flaps, check. Landing gear, check. You know, I say it, the other person says what it is. Yeah. Challenge and response. Right? Uh, um, so if we had, if we could adopt a system like that, where you're in the back and, you know, when you have the extra person there, you know, your EMT, your partner, you know, second paramedic, whatever. Right. You know, do the challenge and response. Could, you know, when you're going to do something like that. Could you do it like, uh, again, going back to the patient, right? Could you do it with the patient even if they're alert and can talk to you like, hey, I'm, I want to give you fentanyl for pain. You know, yep. my, my dosage here is 50 mics. Here's the vial. What does it say? It says yeah, fentanyl. Vocalize. Awesome. Vocalize. Right. You know, if no other provider is in the back, put a placard. If you're by yourself, vocalize out loud, you know, in a tone of voice in which everybody can hear yep. what you're doing step by step. Yeah. Because even if, you know, you know, if you're in certain things that were you know, like, like single pilot and stuff, you still have a cockpit area mic. So you always talk out loud, which is why you, you always see me like in the back. I got diarrhea of the mouth. I will always be talking what I'm doing. Yep. You know, okay, we're going to do this. I'm spiking the bag. I got the sharp out. I got this. Yeah, everybody knows what I'm doing, even though it might not concern them or they're doing their own thing. You know, so it's just force a habit for me. 
but it's a great habit and it's something that everybody should get into because it helps stop fuck ups. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and, it does. Yeah. And uh, speaking of cockpit area mics, you know, we should have some kind of sound recording system at the very least, you know, a voice recorder so that you know you're being heard. Right. So they'll go ahead and, and spit that out so that you're heard saying, I am now administering. 50 micrograms of fentanyl. Right. IV push. And and this is yeah. where I think the the big push for EMS body cams should be, right? I see I, I would know, be more, I would be more for a microphone than a camera. I see I like both. I like both I just, because because I I look at it from the educational standpoint, not the like putative standpoint of things. If yeah. if if you write a chart that looks like X but you have to upload that footage to the to attach to your chart and yeah. that i watch that and it doesn't match your chart you're fucked yeah no no i'm I, like that's not even the problem i have with it like yeah no i'll wear a body camera and fucking put it on my chart and all that shit I, that, that's more protection for me i'm just worried you know the patients you're going to have them in very compromising situations very embarrassing situations you know non-flattering situations and you know all it takes is one asshole to be able to fucking access it and hey you know we had this super hot chick in the back check this out click 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 you're not wrong you know? there yep here's where i lifted up her bra to put the 12 feet on here check it out. <laughs> look at those titties you know, I mean, tell me, tell me there ain't none of them people out there. No, you're, there's there a lot of them. There's a yeah, lot of yeah. them. Are you fucking kidding me? I, again, yeah. a lowest common denominator. It is out right. there. You know, that's the, literally the only objection to camera. I, and, and to be honest, I didn't think of it like that. Um, you know, but at the same point, like I, I also, you know, I don't know how many people would be vocal in the back of an ambulance and be like, yep, I am now administering 50 mics. They'd just be like, I'm not talking. If you knew you were being recorded, it, it's, it's a weird thing. So like, yeah, I, I was like, ah, oh, just, I don't have to say nothing. I'll just, you know, fly to your plane. I'm good to go, you know? But no, when you know that you're on a voice recorder and that that is your sole record of what is actually taking place, so God forbid anything did happen. Right. They know you weren't a fucking idiot. You talk. You will speak. Your voice will be heard. I like you know, it. Because in the same same thing, if something goes wrong, you want you want everyone to know what the fuck happened. Right. You know, and if you are playing the I'm not gonna say it, but I'm gonna do it game, well that comes out in the wash too. And then it's well, why didn't you fucking say it? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, before I go to the chat, because there's a couple interesting comments in the chat that yeah, uh, yeah, you know there. that we're going to, but but Butch, I want to get your kind of thought process. Where do you think we go with, you know, how to fix this med error problem? It's you know it's tough because you know you could try to train, you could try to teach them the right way, you could try, and again it comes back to accountability, um, and and the training part and a lot of people don't want to admit that it's happening. That's the problem. It's like, Oh, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. And then it goes back to administration. Well, if you admit to having it done, then you're open to liability and lawsuits. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a tough game. It's a tough game. Right. To play, it's their best you know? interest to keep it quiet. Right. Right. 
it, yes, settle it in house. It never happened. Right. It's, you know? it's tough. It's tough to make it. And and the bottom line comes down to it's it comes down to patient care. You got to do what's best for your patient and keep the patients alive and keep the patients safe. But it's a double edged sword. People don't want to admit it's happening and patients keep dying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, there's misuses for it seems like there's certain meds that, you know, even in the internal reporting, not even on news organizations that mm. tend to get misused more, you know, like yeah. th that's why there's, you know, states that do reports on certain drugs, you know, fentanyl yeah. pushes, ketamine pushes, you know, Ativan pushes, whatever it might be. They're, you know, now we're starting to track like TXA. Are we giving TXA proper? You know, are we giving, you know, push dose pressors proper? Are like, there's, there's definitely, you know, more looking into how paramedics are, you know, giving these drugs. Um, and I think that data needs to, you know, they need to do something with that data. That's the problem that I always see from the administration level they can be handed, uh, you know, of a floppy disk that says you suck at this and they go cool, bro. And do nothing about it. Oh, what, the, yeah. what they do is instead of doing the right thing and saying, let's get rid of the dumb asses doing it wrong. They just take it away and keep the dumb asses in the business. Yep. Oh, you gotta have an ass. That's the problem. You got to have an ass in a seat. But no, I mean, so like we all like to talk about thinking outside the box. Yeah, I'm just thinking about this. This would be a great time to. Well, who doesn't like a nice white box, you know? Um, but uh, you know, if you truly wanted to do a study, get actual numbers, you know, true hard data, and understand what's what's really going on, and get actual good recommendations, honestly, get some people from the NTSB. I'm not talking about the metallurgists. I'm, th I'm talking about the actual, the investigators who actually go to the scenes, you know, kick things over, look around, you know, pick a, look at body parts, how they ended up, you know, was it a high angle of impact, low angle, high speed, you know, high speed, you know, high angle, that kind of stuff. They figure out all this shit and then they figure out all those causal factors. Mm -hmm. Those, those guys are like, that's all they do. And that's all they live for is connecting the links in the chain. If you took people like that and put them and said, here, we're having issues. What do we, what should we do to fix this? Give them six months. You will get actual recommendations that are legit on how to fix this problem. Yeah. But you got to think outside the box, and you got to fucking you know you got to be able to accept what they're going to say. Right. And that's and that's ultimately you know ultimately I think that's where it comes down to the. You know, the provider and the administrator both will not accept what these people have to say. I mean, look at just in the mindset of let's keep our bodies healthy and non-fatigued. Let's get right. rid of, you know, anything more than 12-hour shifts. And, yeah. oh, my God, you're breaking the, the mold. Like, nope, well, you, ha you have I to be silenced. I can't keep jobs if I do that. Right, you have right. to be silenced and canceled if you say anything like that and you're laughed out of, you know, the profession. That's how we've always done it. But, oh, so, yeah, we've always done it that way. So, again, I don't think that the current... What about my, what about people... my Kelly hours? I got to have the... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I don't well, think that, you know, people are going to go for doing things that are outside the box. They'll just be like, don't let it happen again. Well, see, and, and that, and therein lies have the problem. Well, that's the whole problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even half the problem, but the, the, the main difference, and it is kind of funny because, you know, when, yeah, I don't know how much people pay attention to stuff and, you know, knock on wood, we haven't had one in, a, in quite a long time, but you know, when I was growing up, so man, it, it, planes were fucking falling out of the sky left and right. I mean, they were, you were having, you know, major airline accidents constantly. And, uh, you know, one of the things, you know, then when I, you know, got into that side of the fence and, you know, now I'm, I'm actually, you know, one of the operators and I'm realizing, you know, yeah, they actually have built into the system. It is not a punitive thing mm-hmm. making mistakes. There are some things like if you go buzzing a fucking pier at, you know, 500 knots and 200 feet, you're probably going to get in trouble. You know, you ask me how I know, but, <laughs> but, uh, it, it but for the most part, there's it, it's a non-punitive thing. When there's an accident or an incident, and they do, they actually distinguish between the two, an incident isn't an accident. Um, you know, it's not a punitive thing. It, it is we need to figure out what happened, why this happened, and we need to make sure it doesn't happen again. So all that shit that happened through, you know, since you know the Wright brothers took flight to where we are today, the reason you don't wake up in the morning and see another airliner, you know, in a ball of fire rolling down a fucking runway is because all those lessons learned were actually applied. Yeah. You know, for the, I would say probably a good 80 to 90%. You know, there's still some things that I just can't believe they still get away with, but, um, but it's not like that in this. In EMS, it's, it's all punitive. You know, you can't come up with, hey, my person was fatigued, so, you know, that's why they made the medication error. Well, okay, well, then he, fire them. So that we don't have the liability on the on the agency, right? Let's or, not fix the fucking problem, right? You know, there's there's no like, oh hey yeah, I'm tired. Let's have crew rest. What the fuck? Oh, no. is, like, what the fuck is that? You just need you just shut up and do your job. Are you refusing this transport? Right. Like that, and that's ultimately what it is. It's it's death threats and whatever. Yep. You know, and people are crying out trying to tell these. You know, these companies like, listen, you cannot do this to us. There will be problems. And, oh, well, we need butts and seats because we ride one ambulance. And if you're in crew rest, we're going to give up a call to XYZ agency from, you know, 40 miles away. And they're going to take our money. You know, we need we need that. We need that $500. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, it, it's it's it's. It's funny how that works where, you know, you literally have the, the, the issue staring you in the face and it's one of the biggest things you could fix, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not financially beneficial for them to do that. Uh, You've always said, follow the good old mighty greenback, right? Yeah. And, and that's, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. You know, which sucks because it's like, why is this, why is this problematic? Like it's, this should not be problematic, you know? 
so you know, as as we kind of wrap up the the podcast we'll side the, of things, we'll the chat first. Oh, that's right, the chat thing. Yeah. So so Blue Lion says, "Buzz the tower." Um, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, uh, w- <laughs> w2 girl says, um, uh, I think body cams is a good idea. Cops got them, so why can't we? That's um, fair. let's see. Um, your wife says, We don't apply proven facts, i.e., sleep like pilots and bus drivers and/or truck drivers are mandated to rest or they lose their license. Problem There's being. No is there's no oversight and we're not licensed. So we're certified. Yeah. You know, you're certified. So who the fuck cares? You know, um, blue lion says I've been busted for recording a nurse mistreating a patient. That one's kind of wild. Um, Hmm. Oh, I'd love to hear that. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, no, now you've got my interest. Yeah. Oh, we can have that on nurses with bitches. Oh no, we got another. What was it? Um, there was one up here for nurses with bitches. Ju- yeah, ju- just, just Justin. Justin yeah. threw up. Uh, a nurse pissed me off at one of the local hospitals. Uh, so he goes, now I have to write a special report. Perfect yes, conversation do. for nurses or bitches, which That's is right. which is coming in about. Oh no, Emily's not going to be here, so that'll be here in two weeks. <laughs> so will I. Yep. They, no, no, you won't because it'll be the fifth. Yeah, he'll be he'll be oh, here. You'll weeks. be you'll be here. Oh well. So yeah, that'll that'll be fun and exciting. We get to have a, we get to have a live recording with him here, all in the same room somewhere. <gasps> oh my god! Whatever will we do? Make sure you bring your equipment, Gerard, because I don't have yeah. spares. I gave okay. I gave I gave them to everybody. But thank you for reminding me. I'm I, gonna do that. I will definitely do that again. But my problem is I can't plug it into anything. Because I don't have a soundboard. Right. Well, you I, know, so I'm like, this jack doesn't plug into USB. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure they make a cable. You know, I have, uh, I have extra. I have an extra hub here, seven hub. Yeah, there you go. Bingo. Uh, so, so yeah, the where we are now going to transition into the uh, the end of tour phase of things. <laughs> Uh, are we, so are we wrapping this up? I, I'm going to wrap this up. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to, you know, say to this subject before we press on to the more fun things tonight? So, what I mean, what else do we know about this this actual call, that this news thing? Like, um, has this person been arrested? Is there... So they're still in litigation. So... It says that um, uh, the defendants listed in the lawsuit include um, Intermountain Healthcare, Intermountain Life Flight, Murray City, Murray City Fire Department, Gold Cross Ambulance, United Fire Authority, and the Utah Highway Patrol. Hold the phone. Life Flight? Yep. What the fuck did they have to do with it? I don't know. That's the thing. They don't, they don't say what care was provided by who. So you I said this was a fire medic. This wasn't. This the, wasn't a, a. The fire a, medic was the one that gave. Up. Right. It, it was not right. a, a light. You know, a life flight crew or an air medical crew that gave gave the med. It was a fireman. A fire. They, and was the, the patient wasn't flown out though. I don't know. Or do we know that? Okay. I don't maybe know. Maybe that's why we don't know that. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they transferred to. 
the flight crew and maybe the flight crew failed too. It's, which I can't see happening. But. I can't see happening either, but I yeah. mean, people people are human, you know? That's the thing about lawsuits like this is anybody that Everybody. touched that patient, yep. they will get sued. Gets gets a gets a court order. Right. A subpoena for you ask get, him how he knows. Yeah. yeah. Ask me how I know. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, you may, you may not, you may ultimately just be like, yeah, you're, you're good, but you still get a, you still get a summons. Right. Yep. And, oh, and and they, then, they, and they then started they... trying to hound me like right before I left. I was getting hounded. That's... Emails, phone calls, all this stuff. Like, and even when I went back on Facebook, suddenly I got a, in, uh, for a friend request. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I looked and I said, oh, this is a motherfucking from the law office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. Yep. Nah. That, that, that's happening again. That shit's starting like yep. next week. So, oh, really? Yeah, you're yep. coming right in the right time. Pull you right back you're kidding in. Me. No, I'm May so... 1st. May 1st it starts. They're they're actually trying them again? Yep. I'm sure you'll be getting I'm sure you'll be getting some letters. Yep. I'm sure they're going to be looking for you. Sure well, this is pretty soon. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, maybe we'll come up later." Yeah, maybe we'll just postpone this. Keep the old man on ice for a while. Yeah. Blue Lion just says disappear into the night. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what you did already. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I fucking see you. Your name is your name is Francisco. Right. Yes. Uh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. So when they call, I just go, uh, hey, I don't (laughs) Uh, know. My name is Rodrigo Montoya. No, I'm the worst one. So we're going to we're going to wind down the podcast here. We are going to take a 5 minute break uh and then we're going to come back with the end of tour live stream again for for typical podcast people that are listening to this on the um uh on the replay like the MP3, you know, Spotify version. Uh be sure to join us, you know, uh May 5th, 9 o'clock on the Eastern Seaboard uh YouTube channel, Facebook channels the podcast YouTube channel. This is streaming too. Um, mm. and, uh, and come hang out with us. So, uh, till next time guys, stay safe. Gerard lead out the podcast, the donuts, the donuts and the cronuts, the cronuts and the cronuts late Paul. Like I'm going to send Butch late Paul lemon. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more information on the podcast or to send us a call review, please visit medicmaterials.com slash podcast. To learn more about earning continuing education credit from listening to this episode or others, check out medicmaterialscmeacademy.thinkific.com. We appreciate your continued dedication towards EMS education and helping us advance the field. See you next time.